0: Oh, happy solstice, everyone. I'm sure this is airing well past the solstice, but yeah, it's so dark. Sometime for us. in
1: January.
0: It's so dark. Happy out. New Year. We'll never see the sun again. Oh, wait. yes. Every day gets a little bit brighter because here we are Fuck. talking about Star Trek. Woo. Uh, as you all know, this is a star to steer her by. We're doing the Star Trek thing. This is episode 332. Sounds right? Hot
2: diggity. Woo.
0: Woo.
3: <laughs> that went poorly. That was Jesus. sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a
0: sad one.
2: sad i'm ames i'm (laughs) how sad are you caitlin (laughs) uh on a scale of one to ten like one being the saddest and ten being the least sad eight that's pretty damn good actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) in this day it's a a better
2: day for me i'm not gonna lie to you
1: i'm jake and i'm fine
3: (laughs) that's
2: my secret gang
3: I'm always sad.
2: This is
0: Poor Bruce Banner. Amazing. So before we get to our Enterprise episodes this week, which are going to be Marauders and the 7th, reasonably decent week, we're doing a a quick gift exchange slightly earlier than usual, I think, this year. It's not February yet, so so we all have presents. I love my wrapping paper with the dinosaurs carrying gifts. Yeah, let's get
3: a picture of the
2: wrapping paper. It's so cute. I managed to actually get two different types of dinosaur wrapping paper christmas oh, uh, wrapping paper it's this also year. like
1: lightly textured with uh snowflakes which is, Ooh, cool. oh, is good i'm oh, really sorry i yours
2: is wrapped so badly it's fine it's bad i don't care it's gonna get ames it apart. is good but yours is not well, ames and that one's got a big rip in ames, it i was like Ames doesn't tear her wrapping that's paper true. she's well, very that's good, delicate i gave i gave me, uh, so you, you chose
0: wisely good ames is going, going first i'm going first so i can get the the dinosaurs out you can frame
3: that oh my goodness making a new uh christmas decoration Oh,
2: you like little, it. Oh my God. It.
1: You jinxed her, Jake. You ruined everything.
2: I was going to say, you could probably just slide it out. I don't take the Ooh, it's, 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 it's a book. It's a book. Nice. What Why the fuck is that noise? texting me? Hello? They,
3: they wanted to what? underscore your excitement. And you should with silence, you should ding-o-y, silence ding-o-y, your phone. I will silence we'll my phone,
0: but first I will tell you all, this is the autobiography. Wow. Mouth. Yep, it's that. Mouth stopped working. The autobiography of Benjamin Sisko... Uh, uno- le- unofficial. I was going to say, <laughs> by the prophets.
3: <laughs> I think the, uh isn't it by Jake, technically? Is that the conceit? Oh, is
0: that the conceit? Oh, not, I think I've but... heard about that, yeah. By Jake Sisko, I love it. So technically
3: it's a bio. So it's not an
0: autobiography, but... what the fuck? Well, That's true, that's well, not what an autobiography is, Jake. It,
3: it's the branding. Jake
0: Sisko. All the
3: others were the autobiography of X, Y, and Z, so they had to... Maybe it'll be explained why Whoa. it's an
1: autobiography. Maybe because Ben Sisko... Uh, joined his brain spirit mind with Jake. The and old now brain they're, spirit now they're
3: the same guy.
2: You'll have to let us know how it is, Ames. It, it sounds like it'll be great. Yeah, they should have released great. two. He is the best.
3: The full one and then a really short one by the The Visitor Jake. <laughs> Maybe mm.
2: the foreword is by Visitor Jake. Ah. You don't know. Just the alternate visitor's Last time I saw it. my father. That's very cool. That's a good one. I look forward to that. Yay. Does it matter which one I open first? No. Open the open that one first, yes? Okay. It's my first present of the season, I'm very excited. What the fully functional, a cross-cultural collaboration reaching out to organics. <laughs> So this is, it's a book of poetry,
0: and the conceit is, it's written by a robot in love with a
2: human. Oh, okay. Read a couple poems for us, Caitlin. My body includes the world's most sophisticated portable gas chromatograph, and the only thing I've programmed for it to alert me to is the butterscotch scent from your inner wrist. They're that's, all
0: very that's sweet. beautiful. When I first bought this, because this was written by somebody on shitposting, so we'll definitely link it to, oh. to him, because he seems cool. And when I first saw this, I was like, this is going to be amazing smut.
2: But it's all actually very beautiful I, smut. No, no, I was going to say, I just found the smut. Yes. I was going to say,
3: when I saw the title, I was like, did you buy Caitlyn's Star Trek porn?
2: <laughs> Almost. I'm going to read both of these. Yes! <clears throat> we can do it any way you like. I am both modular and fully functional.
3: <clears throat> oh my god, he could be modular.
2: Ooh, like an Exocon. <laughs> Whether I am inside you or you are inside me, the result is a cyborg, and that is hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's going to be hard to talk. I love this. Awesome. That's awesome. I love it. It is by Edward Martin III. Ooh. So thank you, Edward. So thank you, Edward, and thank you guys. Yes. I mean, we like, we
1: should link, yeah, so much. We should link to his, uh, wherever you can buy it
2: i will i will do
0: so i love it thank you so much yeah i did read them all myself because they also they go very fast yeah no, and they're, they're,
2: they're very brief un, unlike Ooh. most androids but i think i think you will enjoy which it is, is th- the second law of robotics
3: oh like, i don't remember the
2: first law is don't hurt humans
3: or by inaction cause them to come to harm
2: i don't know i don't either no but...
3: it's, it's both i mean but i don't remember anything beyond the first to be honest
2: Well, this says, although I must obey the second law. In your case, it thrills me. Oh, is the second law to do what people tell you to do?
3: Maybe. That's probably
2: right. Oh, I love this. This is the fucking best. Thank you so much. Yes, a a robot must
3: obey orders given it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law.
2: And the third rule, as we all know, is robots ain't shit. (gasps) No, it's Felix!
3: What? Oh my god, he's a pillow!
2: Oh, the joy on your face—it's so pure. So I'm so happy.
3: <laughs> ah, character arc.
2: Oh, I love him. Is he? Where does he come from? Is uh-huh. he from Etsy? He he's looks a, like a, he's a, very
3: he, handmade. He, he is an Etsy, an Etsy
1: find. Oh my
2: God, I love. Him.
3: The the pattern for the jacket is just perfect. I'm giving
2: his giving his whiskers a tickle. Ooh, he, <laughs> it. Yeah, he does. Oh, a little too much. It's,
3: it's
1: impressive though. It's very. Yeah, no, it's really. He's
2: great. I love the detail on the hair. Yeah, oh no, that's my like, fucking god, and the spots. And like, his I'm shocked teeth. it's
3: not like.
2: But the best part is no feet. Mm, no true. disgusting <laughs> feet. They've improved Thank him. You. Oh my god! All right, well, this is the best Christmas ever. It's not going to get any better. Thank <laughs> you so much.
1: Okay, I guess I'll go. Is there any one of these I should open? Go with the wobbly one first.
2: Yeah, because like, it's like that this was just. Fair. That was This, the this, gift. Is,
1: this is not was... strictly Christmas. This is just.
2: It was like I saw it and I thought of you, and so and I got yeah. it for you, but then I wrapped it because I try to wrap everything at Christmas.
1: Okay. Oh, it's something to do with dip and dots. <gasps> it is. What is it? Dip and dots. What? Not edible. What? It's oh, not edible. Challenge it's accepted. <laughs> slime with mixins. It's a dip and dots. Slime toy.
2: You know that, like ASMR stuff? It's yeah. like kind Always of flowy. You got him
3: a little pink and blue Sulabon, Yeah, really. it's like a little Sulabon. I love
2: it. My thought was, I know that you've been doing such good work being all healthy and, you know, stuff, so I thought Dippin' Dots that you could enjoy without any negative feelings whatsoever. Wow. Not that anyone should feel negative about the things they eat, but I know some people associate things like guilt and... Pride and whatever about their food intake. So yeah.
0: it's one. It's one less calorie for Jake to count if he just plays with the stuff instead of eating and it. And eat it smells like cotton candy. I mean, the candy, problem is so I probably will love cotton
1: end up candy. eating it anyway. But Empty, uh, I'm
3: sure it's non-toxic.
1: It yeah, it says no eat several times on the box, but
3: <laughs> literally no. Like, eat.
1: It, like it says because <laughs> it looks it's like toys. Not edible. <laughs> eat with a cross on it. Oh yeah, not eat. No eat. Yeah. No eat. Not to three. Seven we seven have months. On the back we have not edible. No eat. <laughs> That's wow. Well. Alright, let me open this other one. Thank you, by the way. That's very nice, very thoughtful. And I do love dip and dot.
2: I saw yes. it and I was like, oh my god. What is this? It's in a
1: little oh, it's got a Star Trek Enterprise on it. It is
2: Which Enterprise? TOS. It's the wrong
1: song. Ooh, it's a watch! It's a little Klingon watch. Oh, Klingon. It's made with genuine
2: leather, apparently. Oh my God. Here, I want to put it on. I was just telling Ames, I don't know if you were here when I said this. I don't think you were. I think this was literally the first gift that I bought this year. Like, mm-hmm. I think I got it back in February.
3: Ages ago, yeah. And then almost it.
2: couldn't find it. I oh, don't
3: know. I really like the box. I didn't realize it came in this. It comes
1: green. in a nice little yeah.
3: tin. It's wonderful. Hang on, let me have...
2: Well, now I wish I had got one for Chris also.
3: I have so many watches on me. So
1: the, the, the dial, so the, it looks like the hour hand, I'm guessing it's the hour hand. It's actually not running right now. I don't know if I need to like...
2: I think there's a tab. Yeah, it Looks like there's a tab. Pull the tab pull. and push the crown in.
3: Yeah. Oh, and you get to take that little sticker off the back. Oh, That's speaking of ASMR.
2: Part. Do that right into the...
3: No, he's going to save that for later. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, so the,
1: the second hand crank is it. a... Klingon bird of prey.
2: Oh, that's clever.
1: It's flying around.
0: Oh, that way, yeah, that way it makes more re- more revolutions.
1: Yeah, and then it the looks like so hand. it looks like the minute hand is a, a dagger and the hour hand is a batleth.
0: Ooh, we're gonna see a lot of those this week when Ooh. we talk about our, our Enterprise episode. It's mm-hmm. true. It's true. Klingons love
1: batleths, as we know. And
3: Macleths or Macleths, or I've forgotten how to pronounce it.
2: Macleth. I love it. Yay! Pretty thank you. Welcome.
3: Glad you love. Yeah. I'm but this one gets on top. Oh, it's a wee what
2: it's, it's, it's a puzzle?
3: I think so. It appears to be wood. Um,
1: it is there. not. A did puzzle. you make it? I did not make it, so. No. Oh, Alright. This is also an Etsy find.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> this is these are um, Voyager
3: episode dice.
2: Oh, Some coffee my required. God. And
3: don't let Harry die again.
0: <laughs> So,
2: Again, yes. So
3: one cube is, is the various, yep. It's Chakotay, Janeway, The Doctor, Seven, you have characters, Edson Kim. Oh, uh, then we
0: should have used these for our fanfics. Has sex right. with, gets no. abducted
3: by, starts <laughs> war with you. Uh, uh, Seska, the Borg, the hero. oh my! This is- and dies, <laughs> and commits a war crime at Cisco. <laughs> a
2: coochie <Cuchimoya! laughs> <laughs>
3: still not promoted. That's delightful. oh
2: no! Oh. Give him a give him us give him a whirl. See what yeah, you get. Yeah, see what we got. All right, do Here it. Go, yeah. Yes, yes. I really—we
3: sure? what we just did was got to home make our own for our next fan fiction. Oh my
2: god! Actually, you know that wouldn't be too hard. Pat could do that.
3: Okay, yeah, so we've he's got Captain Janeway.
2: Yeah.
3: Starts a war with the Hirogen. Sounds right. And dies.
2: That sounds nice. like her.
3: <laughs> and she dies because she blows I up the ship. The ship. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, obviously. obviously. That's,
1: I'm pretty sure there is that
3: episode. Like that, That's pretty already much, a show. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah, because she almost dies in the one where they, you know, <laughs> turned the holodeck into war games.
2: Well, th- that is fucking yeah, no, these spectacular. Are
3: <laughs> I love the dice, too. They're like little... Yeah,
2: they the like
3: they've a great Little Yeah, no, they're very... They're just, it's a handsome thing, no less.
2: It's a handsome thing. They're lovely. Speaking of handsome things... Plus the, um... The uh, lettering is like Voyager yeah. font as well. Yeah. It's great. Uh-oh. What you got? I don't know. I don't know look like it looked like a Hallmark me. box. It's
3: Data and Spot.
2: Oh,
3: that's lovely. Right. Look at Spot's big, goofy face.
0: Oh, and yours has the batteries in already.
3: I just oh, noticed that... what it's called, yes.
0: Does it make sound? It does. Well, all the... Basically, all homework ornaments make sound now so they can charge you <laughs> more. Oh, cool, cool. So cool. they get you? It certainly is. i well, speaker.
3: I'll hold it near the.
0: It's oh, going to be very loud. To spot. Felis catus. Is your taxonomic nomenclature
3: an endothermic quadruped carnivorous by nature? Your visual, olfactory, and auditory senses contribute to your hunting skills and natural defenses. Oh, spot. The complex levels of behavior you display
1: connote a fairly well developed cognitive array. (laughs) And though you are not sentient, spot, and do not comprehend, I nonetheless consider you a true and valued
0: friend. Somehow it's not the full poem. I wouldn't put it past Hallmark because they make make these things like a half an hour long.
2: That's so good. That's oh, I wow. have I have
1: one more. What? But I, but I couldn't wrap it, so I had, to, I had to
3: hide it. Is it my BB gun? <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. I just got to
1: make sure it didn't get
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> is it a tar? Jake let raccoons in the basement again. Yes! Yay. Hey.
2: Okay, everything's fine.
0: How She's many out. How many possums is he holding? <laughs> All of them.
1: How did you guess? Alright, so this this is for Ames. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, you gotta gotta put it up here. Why? And Ames, you gotta open it.
3: (laughs) All I can see right now is a cat carrier, listeners.
0: Oh, so Jake brought up our cat carrier. We have to let him out. Uh, with some skulls and bones because oh god, it's feeding Moopsy. <laughs> oh well, that's uh, fucking precious. So this is Moopsy. Who's Moopsy? You Moopsie's haven't a, seen Moopsy from lower, lower Decks, and Moopsy's yeah, one of the best characters in this Lower. Is, we decks. don't need the prop. I, I, I I've prop seen him. I've seen
3: enough of it. Oh, Blank them has on. He sees the crate.
1: I'm <laughs> away Oh, I'm <laughs> 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 like no. I <laughs>
3: I I am very aware of of Moopsy via memes, so.
0: It will you'll still be delighted by Moopsie. Moopsie is delightful. I don't think I don't think you've heard Moopsie yet then, though.
3: No, I have no idea what sounds like
0: Moopsie's noises are great.
3: Well, that's delightful.
0: Now Caitlin and I just have snuggling things. Things (laughs) Yeah, this is the best. All episode long. Thank you, Jake. (laughs) Every gone. Every time, every time I saw somebody um, posting moopsies on on chip posting, I would show Jake, and I think he picked up. Yeah, hey, <laughs> he took the hint. Huh? Good work, well, Jake.
1: What's funny is I had already purchased that, <laughs> and you started show and like you saw one of those, mm-hmm. like that exact toy, and I was terrified that you were gonna buy it for yourself.
0: I made sure I didn't because I expected you might do this. Good. I didn't think you'd make such a great show of it, though. Good work. Yeah, good. I have
1: a long tradition of buying you themed stuffed animals now. Mm. <laughs> it's gotta keep going. Yes, we
0: have to keep... Well, here we go. Whoopsie can hang out with Murph. Because there we Murph go. doesn't have bones.
3: True. Mm. True. Works out. Mm.
0: All right. Segwaying <sighs> smoothly. Super smoothly. So, we have two episodes to talk about. Marauders and the Seventh. And I have a theme this week, as I typically do. Oh, yeah?
3: That uh, was easy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So in case you're looking for a title, wow, these episodes, their solutions are just, they're done now. Okay, so we're going to start off with Marauders. Uh, we open on this mining colony who see a shuttle pod come and land, and surprise, it's Archer. He's come to buy some of their deuterium, and also be the best friend they'd never fucking asked for, as he, as he always does. Freaking Archer. So Tessic, their head miner, says, Ah, uh, all our deuterium is already on reserve, or... You can't have any. And Archer's like, well, we know you've got, like, a boatload of this stuff. Here, uh, we'll trade you a bunch of Phlox's leeches or something for it. Because, you know, we know you have it. like, damn it. Fine. If it makes you go away, please. So it turns out these people are constantly being extorted by Klingons who come and take their deuterium. And they are pissed that Tessic doesn't have his full shipment for them this week month however long however often they come and pick up deuterium from them you have four days to get the rest korok out i don't know why they named it. we've already had a korok klingon god damn it i'm so angry because my, my my other korok is the best korok and this guy's a douche so archer <laughs> decides give a man a seven samurai and you watch a movie for three and a half hours teach a man to seven samurai and you'll watch this spin-off episode i guess So we do the normal training montage stuff, Reed and Hoshi are on phaser or phased pistol target practice in a room that's way too small that no one got fucking shot somehow. Uh, Tapal and Mayweather are teaching advanced martial arts in like a fucking day.
2: But like <laughs> not even just like how to do like a roll, how to dodge. Yeah. Let me show uh, you no, no, this no. advanced t- technique. You you cheat to the left, you cheat to the right, you roll. Yeah, that's I mean, a lot. It's, that's it's, the move. That, that, that's
3: a special Vulcan dodge, not a normal dodge.
2: Uh, it's, it's
3: the time warp, except the Vulcan Science Directorate has determined time travel is impossible.
2: It's just a dodge to the left. And then a touch of the
0: ride. And then roll around on the ground, and you're all good. So we also (laughs) move the town 50 meters downwind so no one could smell Archer's farts. (laughs) Or his pits. (laughs) And we're finally ready. And the Klingons show up, and the confrontation is... Fine. It was a little Ewok-esque to me. There was a lot of, like, very cheap little, like, you know, there's a tripwire, and we throw a rock, and... No one gets fucking hurt! Fine. It's also not sustainable at all because the Klingons could just return and shoot up your fucking town, but whatever. Uh, But for the the sake of the episode, everything goes great. No one dies or even gets a fucking boo-boo. I know, and especially
2: after all of the... There it is. <laughs> Especially after all of the emphasis in the fucking medbay about, like, well, deuterium burns as hot as plasma and shit, I thought for sure... It was so sure.
1: anticlimactic.
2: Well, I yeah. think that is and then that, was... that guy got his face punched in and they were like, oh, let me just use a Q-tip on your... Fu- Here's some iodine. Well, funny what the
3: too- fuck? The way they reacted to him getting punched, like everyone's freaking out. Like,
2: Clear the table. The kid like shoves everything like, off the kitchen table. Like they're gonna have to operate. It's was like, there an calm down. earlier draft? Pick
0: up that plate. Don't throw it on the floor, stupid kid. Well, were it's you raised asshole. in a fucking
2: barn? He like was.
0: it well. feels like
3: there was an earlier draft where maybe the guy had gotten stabbed and they forgot that they'd rewritten to him <laughs> just getting punched so everyone could calm the fuck down. Yeah. But it definitely felt like either the leader or the second in command guy was supposed to die. Cause I don't know. Even in the Seven Someone Samurai, to, the like... The
0: kid! The kid, please! Oh, anyone! Oh, he was terrible.
3: But, like, even in the Seven Samurai, I, I won't say who, but a lot of the samurai don't make like it.
0: Like, most of them, right? Like, I know in the Magnificent Seven, most of them A lot of them, of them, them don't die. make
3: it. Yeah, like... Like, I don't know about the townsfolk. I genuinely don't remember. And I get it, though. Like, in this one, you can't kill the samurai, because they're your main cast. But... And there
0: aren't seven of them, because they left Mayweather yeah. and well, Hoshi. That, I'm the Shi. Up, up.
3: Mayweather, they was there for exactly one scene to help move a wall. But
0: he, no, he wasn't there for the confrontation. Oh, yeah, no, no,
3: no, no. I don't think oh, they, Hoshi also let, yeah, they also left.
0: Hoshi came and, t- and showed you how to fire. Oh, that's his. right.
3: Dolly.
1: And flox, Oh, and was didn't, fa- wasn't a factor either. Yeah, it was, it was.
0: Flox figured out the, something about the, what their medical needs or something.
2: Hoshi... I thought they were gonna fuck, for sure, him and her. Because he, <laughs> he's. He... Do you, oh, do you need anything else? He's like hoping she'd invite him to dinner so she could like, he could eat her celery off her plate and <laughs> shit. This is romantic to me.
3: Honestly, like fucking, when Reed realized that apparently Hoshi had been listening to his shooting lessons, he was like, Boy, oh, maybe I should have taken you up on that offer when I thought it was a date. <laughs> Good thing I've been eating all this
2: pineapple. Ooh, oh my. But um, also, like, it's kind of nice, because, like, in the beginning, obviously, we saw Hoshi being like, I suck at guns, I hate this, and now she's like, oh, I'm... I, I learned this. I noticed that, uh, you know, you're holding the gun wrong, and here's what I do. Thought that, that was and a, a yet nice arc.
1: she doesn't arc. participate in the battle. Yeah, the thing yeah. that the thing that fucking irritates me the most about this episode is...
0: Most of the end.
1: Most of the episode, because...
0: Ooh.
1: Okay. Like, there's this whole... The whole... You know, if you've seen any Seven Samurai knockoff thing... So many. There's so then, many. Like, the whole... You know that the whole middle act is preparing for the battle. And in this case, it involved, yes, the training montages with the martial arts the and, and the boring lecture
0: from T'Pol about what Susmana is. The
1: boring lecture. But... The other part that they did is, like, preparing the town physically. And they have to take this monumental task of physically moving the town. In four days. In four days. And you know what would have been great? To have an entire crew of 80-some-odd people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Participating in this, helping out. Hey, in fact, why don't we get those 80-some-odd people. Cutler. Fighting the Klingons. Like, Mm. yeah, the townspeople outnumber them. But the townspeople plus the entire crew of Enterprise would certainly outnumber them. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: But that's still not stopping the Klingons from coming back or, or phasering their town or nuking it from orbit. I mean, the
1: thing that's fucking. I just think it's ridiculous that this whole episode, the only people that are ever on the surface from Enterprise are our main heroes. Like, yeah. like why? what is the rest of the crew doing during all of this? Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Checkups with flocks.
1: And then you could have had some fucking redshirt deaths. Yeah? You could Definitely. have upped mistakes because there were zero. No,
0: but then, but then it... Here's the thing. Because it's been so long that, we, that we've that we not had any redshirt deaths, it means whenever it first happens, it's going to have to be like super meaningful to Archer that he's finally put someone in enough danger. Sure. And is this the episode to do that? But, like,
3: but you know, we've said that before, and now I'm concerned that when it does finally happen, it's going to be glossed over. Because mm. oh, they're going to forget that...
0: They never did this yet. Yeah, but
1: here's the other here's the other thing, like you didn't have to kill the crew, you know, the Enterprise. You
2: could have killed the townsperson. Just one or two. I thought the leader was gonna get it. I thought for yeah, sure. Yeah. The leader when he or was the guy like, that got punched. When he was like, no, the guy that was gonna get punched was clearly the action hero. He wasn't gonna die. I liked him. It would have made more mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have made more sense for him to take over after the other guy died. Like yeah, when yeah. he's like, Hey Klingons, we're not afraid of you anymore I expected them to just be like Yeah, literally as he's walking down as they're they're
0: in a ring of fire, which is the stupidest thing I've ever fucking seen. And the and, sounds and, and, they
2: were all making too. Yeah.
0: And it, Tessic walks in front. It's like you guys have you guys have Klingon disruptors. Yeah, you can definitely him. shoot him through you the guys fire. Haven't shot anyone, Klingon. No Come one on. is
1: writing this show. No one is writing. it. It's an AI. It's a. It's a. It's it's Chat GPT. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah. it's two thousand one Chat GPT. Two thousand two. What, whatever. It's it's really it's shitty Way be, off. because like someone typed in, "Hey, write me a mix of Star Trek and and the Magnificent Seven. Uh and make sure that nobody dies and it has to be under fifty minutes.
3: We should actually like go into one of those chat programs and punch that in and see if it just spits out this episode. Mm-hmm. Or it just says that already exists, asshole. It's yeah. called yes. fucking Barage. But
1: here's here's the thing. Here's the here's the other thing. Like no fucking stakes. Nope. Like you you introduce this whole thing with the kid who's like gung ho to participate in the yeah, fight, right? He's like, I, like Trip's new kid. And you couldn't have a fucking scene where the kid tries to do something heroic, gets hurt, gets hurt. Or here's my th- here's my thought: if I'm writing this, in the final showdown, when they're about to blow up the wellheads or whatever, the Klingon guy has the kid, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You think you've won?" And he gets his he gets his Klingon knife out and Trip does something fucking heroic
3: to save the sure. kid at the
1: last minute. Sounds yeah. yeah. like
0: Trip. I like it because it did
3: feel kind of like. Again, don't get me wrong. The kid was a terrible actor. I'm glad we didn't see much of him.
0: We saw too much of him as it was. Yeah,
3: but like it did feel like there was supposed we were supposed to care more about Trip's connection to him than I ever did. True. Mm-hmm. And again, it, it does I kind of feel more, like a scene was missing.
0: I felt more for Data and the kid from Insurrection than for this kid. Oh mm. dear. That
3: kid was a better actor, I think.
0: Probably. It's Maybe been a while
3: since too. I watched it. I refused played, to ever watch move, it again. But paid movie fees. That case? doesn't. That means nothing with children. True. People are way too willing to let bad children in things. But yeah, I was trying to think of like
2: movies they shouldn't be seeing.
3: Just, just how many Seven Samurai's I could think of because there's Not like a lot. There's Seven Samurai, of course. There's the Magnificent Seven.
0: There's two Magnificent Sevens.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's right. There's the remake. There's a like sci-fi version from like the '80s, which weirdly features a guy from The Magnificent Seven, hmm. but as a different character. Hmm. Star Wars has done at least two versions, because there was a Clone Wars episode and a Mandalorian episode.
0: Oh, yeah, the Mandalorian episode. A Bug's that's Life. That's a good one, though. Yeah,
3: it is. A oh, Bug's, Bug's Life Bug's is a life. twist on it. To a certain extent, even the Three Amigos, sort of. No, the
1: Three yeah. Amigos, definitely. Definitely.
3: 100%. Like, really, Three Amigos introduced the idea of them thinking actors are heroes that then plays into Bug's Life as well. True. Um, Galaxy
1: fucking Quest.
3: Yeah? Mm-hmm. There's, there's yeah. a bit of that there? Yeah, that's true. It's just... It, those it's not as obvious because it's not a people. town, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's it doesn't have to be a town. Ta- like the the idea of like, yeah, I mean, Galaxy Quest. Well, Galaxy Quest is just a remake of the Three Amigos in that sense, but
3: kind of yeah. That's what, that's kind of where they split off. There's like there's sh- sort of straight homages like the Star Wars ones in this. And then there's the, like...
2: Parodies. And... There's
3: the, the, the like... Well, the sort of the Three amigo brand ones, mm-hmm. which is Three Amigos, Bugs Life, Galaxy Quest.
1: It's where the heroes are, are Not also actually... unwitting yeah. participants. Yeah. Yeah,
3: so there's sort of the, the actual, like... You know, in The Seven Samurai, they are actually... Well, I think they're technically Ronin, but you know what I mean. Yeah, so um, I look
0: at this episode and then I compare it to a much more successful spin off The Magnificent Ferengi, <laughs> which they set up as... The Seven Samurai. They do the montage thing. They're yeah, all ready. Yeah. To, they're all ready to be Seven Samurai, and then they twist it. Yeah. And it's like, good. You subvert expectations. You do something new and new and original and fresh. And then this episode, it's just like, okay, let's just make it a fucking carbon copy, yeah. but with no death.
3: Like no stakes. No, the Mandalorian no one.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What stands out to me about that is that that movie, took movie that episode, took the ATST which is like... Oh yeah,
0: it made it threatening. Yeah, like,
3: it's this thing that basically has just always been a joke. Yeah, it's Because chick- it was that chicken-looking thing that you see for two seconds in Empire, and then gets its ass handed to it by teddy bears and Jedi. <laughs> and in this, it's like, oh, that machine is legitimately fucking scary. Mm-hmm. This was just Seven Samurai, but
0: not... Yeah, I was hoping, like, <laughs> at the end, like, there would be something else that comes up out something. of it that's... I don't know, either like part of the ethical debate of like, you know, can we make some kind of agreement with the Klingons? Can we make them see? Can we do literally anything other than just the literal Seven Samurai?
2: Well, I also thought that, um, because Archer mentions like trying to get in touch with the Klingon High Council. Right, yeah. To be like, hey, we've done a lot of favors for you. Maybe you could take care of this.
3: Yeah, but like she said, those guys are clearly just pirates, so...
2: Yeah, really but but on with. the other hand, you know, if the council was aware of them going around and being honorless douchebags, yeah, is, they might come arrest them or is something. Is piracy honorable?
3: <laughs> but also, what you've done is maybe they take care of these pirates. But hey, the Klingons are gonna, you know a nice world full of deuterium. They might want to just say officially conquer. Definitely not staving that off.
0: Yeah, um, they would just kill the colony, the yeah. colonists, and that's fine because yeah. fuck these people. Oh, <laughs> except our except our friend. I don't think I took down his name. Headband guy. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Already put him in the thumbnail.
2: had <laughs> <At> a girl. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, it's fine. It's just Seven Samurai, but not as interesting.
2: Ah, uh, but so low is the bar for this show that I thought it was a great episode. <laughs> I mean, like it's not. It's produced it's, well. Yeah,
3: it's better than a lot of season one still, but.
2: I thought the lure them
0: into the ring of flame was very, very dumb. They made the Klingons into morons, but though. But
3: these Klingons ain't too bright.
1: I but wanna, still. I want to know who the transporter operator on the Bird of Prey was and why mm. he wasn't like, huh, I was going to beam you into the center of town, but it looks like the center of town has moved a little bit. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll beam you over. Because they still beamed into the center yeah. of town.
0: Yeah, Maybe The uh, the orbits of the of the planet changed. Because these... uh, this is SETI Alpha 5. Mm. And...
3: See... You haven't experienced Blazing Saddles until you've seen it in the original Klingon. Yeah. (laughs) That's what would have made this better, is if they'd gotten Gene Wilder to be the town leader.
1: Uh, If they'd gotten Christopher Lloyd to be the Klingon.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's an ancestor of Krug.
2: Fucking, uh, what's the leader dude's name? Korok. Not not that uh, Klingon. Not uh, the, uh, Tessic. Tessic's like I have had <laughs> enough of you, and then Christopher Lloyd shoots him. Like yeah, that's good. I get that at the end. The whole point is just the Klingons
3: are like, ugh, god, these people are gonna like actually try. I guess we'll leave. And I get that you wanted to be peaceful. Couldn't it be at least like shot him in the knee or like sliced shot, his shot,
2: face? In the knee? I used to be an adventurer like Tessic. you before I took that well, arrow to the, the thing, knee. Like,
1: like yeah, exactly. There's no, there, because there was no stakes. And because like the townspeople only won because Enterprise was there, yeah. Right,
0: and they're not—they know how to duck and roll. That's as what soon, they know. As,
1: the, as soon as Enterprise leaves, Korok's is going to turn his ship around and come back and obliterate them.
3: Yeah, like Tessic needed to like again, just just mild violence to prove that he's willing, even if he isn't really. But maybe it'll be enough, you know. You know what they should have done? They should have replaced the deuterium with helium.
1: And then all of the Klingons would have sounded really funny. Oh,
0: wow. That is a Lower Decks episode waiting to happen. Oh, we killed Chris. Oh, that's good. I like that. You are without honor, Patak! Ah, uh, good.
1: Good. Yeah, the, the, I wish they... So, deuterium... Di- 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 I don't know shit about deuterium. I, the thing I know about deuterium is it's it's hydrogen... It's a hydrogen atom, with
3: okay. So deuterium is real.
1: Deuterium is real. Deuterium—that's the thing. Like deuterium is real, and it's like a known quantity. Mm. There's ton. It's in. Well, it's like, you have
0: to get it refined, special for this but show.
1: Like here's the thing. From what I understand, my limited, very limited understanding of it. Deuterium is hydrogen. So like normally, a hydrogen atom is one electron and one proton. Okay. Deuterium. One, one
0: moon circling. One, one eye in the eye in the dark.
1: Exactly. Exact, <laughs> deuterium is one electron, one proton, and a neutron. So it's heavy hydrogen. Same same electrical, you know, same chemical properties, but it's a it's heavier
0: hydrogen that's been eating those dip and dots. And it
1: used <laughs> and it's used in various things. I know it's used to make like it can be used to make plutonium. Hmm. So like when you heavy water is water that is got deuter- like more deuterium. Okay. But there's tons of deuterium dissolved in the ocean.
3: Yeah. In, oh. in,
1: in water. Okay. And I guess, like, comets are also a good source of deuterium. But this is just like, like an oil mine, like an oil rig town. Like, it's like they're, they're, they're like extracting yeah. natural gas.
3: Well, because, again, they were like, all right, what is the Star Trek equivalent of farmers? And they were like, miners of some kind? But for <laughs> some reason they said instead of dilithium, which... Like duh, they went with deuterium they went with for a some real thing. They
1: should have gone with some fake science,
2: science fiction thing. Well, and again,
3: like like dilithium, the classic like mm-hmm. fuck. We need this. It's Star Trek. And that was thing. always
2: what they were doing in TOS. Oh, was constantly like making making friends with people who had some shit on their planet that they could use.
3: TOS is ninety five percent mineral rights. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but I think that what it was. They probably literally. I would. Bet my eye teeth that it was originally dilithium. And then someone came up with the idea of what if they have to, like, blow up a gas pump. So they said, all right, fuck, what's a gas in this show? And so they went, eh, deuterium? And they went, fine. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, but it really could have been anything. Anything explosive. Yeah. Diarrhea. Yes. It could have been a diarrhea
3: mine. (laughs)
0: No, that's that's the next
3: episode. I mean, fuck, I'm sure if you shoot it right, dilithium complodes.
1: Yeah.
2: Sure.
3: Actually, maybe not, because, I mean, the whole point of it is to regulate the matter-antimatter reaction. So
2: just then I thought you were saying that if you shot diarrhea, it would explode, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, actually, I guess dilithium probably is very hard to blow up. Yes, I, I think perhaps diarrhea wouldn't
3: explode if you <laughs> shot it,
2: But it would make a mess.
1: But would it make a fart sound if you shot it?
0: Clearly. What if, Oh no.
3: because there's no sound in space, like... Warp drive actually just causes a ridiculous fart sound. Like, if you could somehow go to warp in an atmosphere, which I'm sure would destroy the planet, but right before it does, you hear just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the ripping of, uh, of the, the, the space time. S- there we
2: go. Oh, I thought you meant of the uh, sound barrier or whatever. The light barrier, the whatever the warp barrier. Whatever, you're going real fast. The galactic and, barrier. Ribbon. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, anyway, I was I was disappointed in this one because, again, it's just, like, low stakes.
0: Yeah, I wrote down in large letters in my notes, too
2: easy.
1: Mm-hmm. Very easy.
2: I also just seemed like it was so obvious, like, Tessick, is that his name? Tessic Tessic, whatever. Tesseract? Hm. tessic is just a big bitch the whole time, and then uh, automatically, and then suddenly isn't. And it doesn't feel like they gave us a good transition. It just kind of feels like one to- one minute he's a dickhead, and the next minute he's, like, actually okay. And, yeah. I just, I felt like they, like, kind of hit that too hard. Like, I feel like the director should have brought it back a little. Like, it was almost too obvious. Like, this is your stick-in-the-mud character. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone else to get harmed. Don't worry, no one ever dies on <laughs> Enterprise. <laughs> do your people are safe. <laughs> you don't understand. That's the Enterprise guarantee.
0: This is. I just, I just... Oh, I'm just, I do not know. Alright, I'm gonna pivot. Um pivot. what did you guys think of the little Your uniforms? Uniforms we had, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought they were nice, but they looked comfy. The no, uniforms. They, they were
3: like they're like they're uh like
0: that sandy one. Desert, oh yeah, we've seen those before did we, yeah, when, when when, did we see those in
3: the Mr. Krabs episode.
1: Did we? Those
0: were different.
1: They were? They were shirtless in that episode.
0: Well they were they were shirtless a lot, but I feel like they were different because these ones they did not sweat through.
2: Uh what these ones this episode yeah no they certainly certainly did Did oh dude archer had i thought i thought they were the same ones as major 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 pit stains and he at some point had some random like moisture on his chest as well and i was like damn dude
3: yeah i thought it was the same basic sort of deserty uniform wasn't it oh maybe it wasn't maybe it is a slightly different shirt because i'm looking at the picture of desert crossing now like, it's similar, but you're right. It might be a different hmm. overall look.
0: It might. No, or... I'm, no, I don't remember. No, it might. Be. I know T'Pol's outfit is new. Yeah,
3: she's got a new one. That is new. new. That one's nice, and it actually, I mean, it's still practically painted onto her, but it's slightly <laughs> less painted onto her than her other one, so that was good. Yeah, no, I think it's the same uniform. Oh, shit. But yeah, no, I did notice hers that it was like, oh, it looks like she maybe can kind of breathe a little this time. Yeah. And they even got her when she was in the, like, look like the townsman gear and she had a headband on because for some reason they wanted to hide her ears even though it didn't matter.
0: I thought it was just the, look, she can fight. And for some reason she insists on doing it hand to hand.
3: It was so With weird. no
0: weapon in her hands.
3: Eh, Vulcan pride
0: made no like shoot shoot them note. with
1: phasers so many phasers and don't they know the Klingons have the Gitao what's that
2: again is that the knife to the
1: death that's two. That I means it's, it's the fake it's the fake martial art that, um, oh. that that Worf taught Cito
3: right 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 what is the dagger called McLaugh no no the one what? with the little sticky oh. out yeah, the remember. one from like Star Trek 3
2: does the that Kang. have a name the Tang
3: Thank the you. Kang, yeah, that's it. one of us would know yeah but yeah, no, I like them well enough in Desert Crossing. It's nice to see like, because we so rarely get like different weather uniforms for them. I know what Cisco had his weird desert robe in the like season seven oh, premiere yeah, I like of that thing. DS9. But yeah, aside so from that, this one does you know, they got the jackets sometimes. Like I feel like the only other instance really was the the away team coats in uh Wrath of Khan. <laughs> oh, and the cage doy.
0: Oh yeah, those coats. Well, those are pretty nice.
3: Which I want to say Strange New Worlds has kind of picked up on again. Oh, they
0: definitely have. They absolutely have, and I give them some credit for that. Yeah. I'm going to use this as a segue, because right. you know we also get some great coats in the 7th. True. So, well, let's move on over. So, here we are, the 7th. T'Pol gets a call from some Vulcan saying, We have more covert shit that's going to piss Archer off. You ready for this? And boy, T'Pol is not ready for this. So she goes. Amazing. She goes and warns Archer that he's about to get racist. <laughs> 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 oh good, it was me this time. <laughs> Woo, that was good. And honestly, I think Archer did a better job biting his tongue than usual. He's learning, which isn't zero amount. No, which it was still a lot. Like he was still like very much. Fuck your classified documentation and shit. I want to do- know. He mostly doesn't doesn't do all the things. But he really wants classified missions to include him, I guess. So T'Pol in- just decides, oh, I guess I'll include him. Here's the deal. T'Pol is actually some kind of super skilled tracker in the Vulcan Ministry of Security who once had to est- extract these Vulcan deep cover agents who had infiltrated Agaron to clean up their government or something. I'm sure it was more logical than it sounds. I'm already barely following this episode. Doesn't matter, except that what you need to know is some Vulcans defected for… reasons. So our update is the last of the defectors, Minos, who was assigned to T'Pol, has been spotted in the Pernaya system, allegedly smuggling biotoxins. Go get him to Paul! Quickly, I'm gonna get the B-plot out of the way in one line. Tucker is left in charge of the ship and he's a stupid ninny about it. (laughs) Check back to the show. (laughs) To Paul Archer and Mayweather, of all people. Don't worry, he
1: doesn't do anything.
0: (laughs) He does one thing, I'll get to it. They go down to this moon covered in poison snow that comes up later, uh, and we find out we find Minos almost immediately. Where's my that was easy button? but there's this Kafka-esque holdup, and we have to wait several hours for the poison snow to melt or some shit before we can actually take him away, giving us more time for backstory. So tpol has been having these flashbacks of the last time she almost caught Minos on Ryza, and also this other guy, Jocelyn. Oh. Now who's Jocelyn, you may be asking? Plot twist! <laughs> Minos isn't the sixth defector that on T'Pol's list. He's the seventh. Ah but 17 or so years ago she accidentally killed the fuck out of Jocelyn and then had her memories repressed because she really didn't take it well because, you know, Vulcan and all this shit. And now that all of this has come stirring back up again, Topol is finding herself in a minor ethical conflict. For some reason, we have left Mayweather alone with Minos, which was foolish because the second that happened, Minos set the fucking bar up. <laughs> <by him. laughs> Oh, um, while being
3: handcuffed to a table my
1: it's dear.
0: impressive experience. he somehow
3: lit it on fire by knocking the table over I don't know what tables are made out of on that planet. fire, fire. Yeah.
2: deuterium you know, was there, just, there was a little
3: decorative candle on there
2: yes and the one time it wasn't an LED uh, tea light it was a, the real thing and apparently everything in there has been shellacked with fucking gasoline well they just they clearly up,
3: don't like, wipe down surfaces
2: Okay,
0: so Archer seems very intent on letting Minos burn alive, which is a little bit fascinating. (laughs) But T'Pol has somehow let him escape. We go to his ship. I guess the snow is no longer poison. It's fine. Uh, We discover that he has indeed been hiding the biotoxins after all. And then we easily catch him again. But wait, oh no. T'Pol's ethical conflict is... Oh wait, never mind. Archer of all fucking people, has convinced her to stun Minos and take him away. That was easy. The end. Where's my button? That was easy. Nice.
2: No. I'm literally buying you one of these. Um. <laughs> no, don't. Okay. Please, please don't. I don't want to cost you money for bullshit thing.
3: Okay. <laughs> this episode sponsored really? by
0: staples
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh
0: you meant the
3: episode of the show fucking face plants in the last five minutes
0: i lost the thread entirely
1: i i stopped paying attention within the first 10 minutes at the be- first 10 minutes of the episode so i the have thing. no idea what happened at the last 10
3: i i actually like could not remember what minos's deal was Should've which
0: died. By the,
2: died
3: by the way not a very vulcan name like, she seemed to be using it like that was his real name, not his undercover name. Oh,
0: that's interesting.
3: So, like, shouldn't his name have been something
0: Vulcan? Vulcan? Also, that's a great point. I, I, but why
3: didn't he have any
0: Vulcan, Vulcan attributes?
3: attributes? Well, he, I can, that's how deep cover he'd
0: been. He's like a, one of those uh, Americans from the yeah, Russians. No, by the way, around. Russians but, from the Americans. But it yeah. almost makes yeah, zero, it makes zero well sense
1: bad. that he would... Like, why bother making the character Vulcan to begin with? So
3: that T'Pol would be the one that was after him.
1: Could have easily just been some other criminal.
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, that, that like that I had the least problem with. Because like Abe said, it is kind of like, you do have these situations of deep cover agents who go native. You know, who decide they actually like whatever lifestyle they're supposed to infiltrate.
0: But like, not Vulcans, man. Yeah, here's my question. Here's my, my massive question, because the whole time I'm distracted by how un-Vulcan literally everyone is. Why do we care that he detri- defected?
1: Because he broke the rules.
0: So fucking what? That's, they're Vulcans. Vulcans are sticklers
1: is it, for the is rules. It, so it's
0: more logical to create this security agency. To send people down to track down people who are just living their fucking lives? It does
2: seem like a waste of um, resources well, see, and to this bother. Is, this was my complaint. Especially
0: since he's not, well, over 30 fucking years or so.
2: The fact that at the end they're like, oh,
3: nope, he definitely was in fact smuggling bad
2: things. Bio-weapons or they whatever. They should
3: have left it ambiguous and that would have made it so much better little bit because it's like i feel he like you should just... have
0: gotten actually killed
3: possibly but my thing is just it's kind of the coward's way out i think on the part of the show to just be like oh nope definitively a bad guy that family came with the frame
0: yeah i mean that's to paul almost having a kind of ethical crisis mm-hmm. of oh god i forgot that it was so bad last time and it went so wrong last time and this guy seemingly innocent and yes it would have been much more interesting if it were left vague. It should have been also much more of a debate of if she lets him go. Yeah. I don't know why Archer was on the Vulcan's side all of a sudden. That was very new.
3: Because he's a criminal. Criminal's bad.
0: We didn't know he was a criminal when the first time he's like, oh, you're not here to judge, you're just here to bring him in. Wow, that is unlike Archer. Archer always judges. He's the most (laughs) judgmental captain we've had.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it, it... Like, I think this is one where, again, there's the seeds of a really good episode, Mm. but they fumbled it in key areas. I don't even see the seeds, man. Like, I think the idea of, like, I have to chase down this guy... Again, if they had left his actual status ambiguous, you know, if it really was just this is the Vulcans embarrassed by this guy going off, and they really would rather he not exist... You know, and so is it actually? Is he a criminal? Is he not? Like,
0: I'd like to know why he defected in the first place. Like, what is the appeal of staying with these people? Not and we being don't get to know. Vulcan. People, what's wrong with being Vulcan? You get to feel superior to everyone. It's the best.
2: But we've already <laughs> met, you know, some Vulcans who have decided being Vulcan kind of sucks. It seems like everyone, like Cybok. It seems mm. like everyone that we meet in this show pretty much has decided that being Vulcan sucks. No, not the Vul- Well, let me rephrase that. Not the ones on Earth. Yeah, but, like, aside from them. Like, it seems like we had those weird mind-meld... That creep. guy. Yeah, yeah, that creep. And then weren't there also, like... Wasn't there another set of weird Vulcans? Oh, there was, what's her name? Oh, Velar. Velar. Valar was interesting. She was still very Vulcan, yeah. but she was a little
0: more nuanced. Yeah, well,
3: her thing, the whole thing, she, like we said... She at the was time,
0: actually a character.
3: Her, her, like we said at the time, her thing is kind of like she has to be a little more flexible because she's an ambassador. She has to deal with other cultures more on like a negotiating term, not on a I get to say what's what
0: I will. Term. I will willingly shake your hand because I know it's a thing you guys like.
3: But I'm still bad at it.
0: Yes, that's cute.
3: That felt very... That's right. yeah i liked it i think again you you could have spent more like this was not the place for a comedy b plot
0: hmm. oh trip... god the b plot yeah trip what
3: the... <laughs> pretending to be archer was actually kind of funny
0: but stupid yes
3: and in, in a different episode i'd have been here for it but in this episode where the a plot is so serious it's completely out of place
0: see the the trip pretending to be archer Okay, funny, and the and the punchline is oh it's it's, it's just Vulcans re- <coughs> relaying the score of a water polo match yeah kind of funny but the scene where he's having dinner with Reed and Phlox, and Phlox has an actual thing yeah. he needs the acting captain to decide and Tucker's like oh I don't know oh, fuck I, I'm gonna hide well that's was
3: that's why Matt I, mean, I kind of like them because he was like. For him, it was just like I'm gonna put on the, the water polo match, we're gonna use his dining room, I'm gonna play captain, but then he actually has to do thoughts, and he's just like But Trip isn't inept. <laughs> he's not inept, but he's not used to leadership decisions outside of the engine room.
2: I feel
1: like
0: we've left him in charge of things before. Well yeah,
1: but like he he gets to like he's he's had the bridge before, but he's never been the captain for a yeah. period of time. And like,
0: again,
3: in an episode where the A-plot was less Serious? I probably would have been okay with it, mm. but in this case, it's just like this is. And again, this is an issue all treks have had.
0: Yeah, the tone. Voyager did it a lot too, where change. it's
3: just like I can't remember the number of times in Voyager where we're like, "This A and B plot
0: oh, don't oh, meld." Deep together. Space Nine did it all the time too. Yeah, yeah. with well, usually with Ferengi shenanigans. True. Yeah, they, that's what they're there for.
3: Yeah, it's like this is not the episode for this, fellas.
0: Oh, what, we just we just murdered the fuck out of Eddington. So, Nog's having a laugh. So,
1: um, so did <laughs> did everybody in the Enterprise? contract this virus that's that obviously because that trip didn't do anything trip about did it. not
3: allow flocks <laughs> <play. laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: everyone has like if it wasn't doing diarrhea now
3: say, if it wasn't a serious episode you know they could have come back at the end and been like archer sits down and he's just like so i miss anything and like no i'm not in captain and then reed goes oh, uh,
2: maybe be excused captain i have to use the lavatory I kind of thought that needing an excuse to keep Archer away from talking to the Vulcan captain for four days was going to lead to him actually making everyone get inoculated and then Trip <laughs> having to admit to the Vulcan, like, actually, he's been on the shitter for 72 hours now, straight. <laughs>
3: again, in a less serious episode, that would have been an amazing resolution. I'd what? kind of loved that. It's
2: what I expected. I was a little disappointed. Which um, is,
3: like, again, if it was a little more lighthearted thing, it's like, Look, I, Not
2: poop joke though. Well, no, but even just like look, we there it is a poop joke though. He's like you mean I'm gonna give my my crew the, the runs? Squirts? the runs. No, would I you rather get them all sick.
3: But that's let's homemade. be honest. If it wasn't a TV show, Trip definitely would have
2: said the squirts. Do you prefer die or diarrhea? <laughs> oh, I, would I actually... believe you'll have to change the name of that to liveria. I, I, <laughs> I genuinely
3: would love to have heard Flock say that.
2: Wow! Uh, I don't really. Don't so either. yeah,
3: excise the comedy B plot.
2: Go ahead. Leave done. the Already status
3: down. of our Vulcan deep cover guy to like ambiguous. If we gotten rid of the comedy B plot, maybe we could have had a scene where you know we explored literally <laughs> anything. Yeah, where like maybe even Mayweather gets to fucking do something. No,
0: don't need it. Not to unneeded. Let's not get. Can't and it's worrying. just
3: like, so what's the deal, man? And what? he could Here's... be like,
0: Did we need Mayweather because the Vulcan? Security council or whoever the hell they are, they tell paul you need to get down to Pernea Prime's ice moon of poison. um You can take a pilot with you. Yeah, and she takes a pilot, but mm-hmm. then she also takes Archer.
3: That's the thing. Why I'm can't almost... Archer
0: be the pilot? When
3: when when Arch when she went to Archer, be like, I want you to come with me. It's like ah, and here's how we get Mayweather out of it. But it's like oh, he's still he's still going. Wing.
0: I thought this was was incredibly like under
2: under wraps. Is no Mayweather one can know.
3: Actually, you get to do sit. No, no, he isn't. Poor <laughs> Mayweather.
2: Mayweather won't talk to anybody about this. He never gets to talk.
3: Can we like let Anthony Montgomery like just play a new character in Lower Not Lower Decks, um, Prodigy, or one of the other cartoons? Why not? So it's not weird when we see him and we're like, that's just, that, that's just Mayweather.
0: Makeup, it's fine. That's, no one will, No one will recognize him because we never <laughs> see him. <laughs>
3: I, he, he, I mean, he was in the like 50th anniversary special they did a few years ago, and he looks much the same. So you would definitely have to like cover him in makeup, otherwise you're gonna be going. That's just. Then again, they had fucking Cisco's dad, and he'd already been Admiral Cartwright or whatever. Oh yeah, Brock Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking
0: of those kinds of things, Jake made up, made a good point when we first go down to this cantina thing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and there, and T'Pol's like, if he sees me, he'll scatter.
2: Why are you not in a disguise to Paul? Right? Good point. Idiot. No, no, I'm wearing this hood. It's fine.
0: He recognized her by face immediately. <laughs> and hid under oh, a table then, like, like th- a like champ. There was
1: some um <laughs> there was some uh Star Wars uh Yeah. Uh
3: Yeah
1: Yeah. Nonsense. nonsense
2: my friend doesn't like you yeah oh,
0: that yeah the the random guy that shoved paul out of the way yeah. or and like
1: and it was like it was all very convenient yeah. when that guy showed up it was like he showed up that time to like prevent her from grabbing him then and then he showed up another time to get in archer's way well no actually
3: the first time he prevented him from getting her because she's seeing him come up behind her or does he see her Someone sees someone in a reflection. Yeah,
0: she sees him in a reflection right. in something, around. and that's when
3: the alien shows up and like knocks him down before he can get to her.
1: And then, and then he
0: runs away.
1: And then, like, there's like a, a comically stupid yeah. chase.
0: It's just um, inside a can. No one even made it outside. We're well, just in this cantina. The best well, part—we can't
1: go outside
3: because the oh, ground right. is acid. Is, is poison acid. snow. But like, Archer gets up on a table and like whistles, <laughs> causing it, you know, it, it. like it could have at least turned into a ridiculous like. 50s cowboy movie cantina-wide brawl or something.
0: So is this a ridiculous episode or a serious episode? Yes!
3: yes. <laughs> 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 See, it would have been a perfect time for that. Oh, God. Also, uh, you know, last one, Seven Samurai, this one, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Vulcan Mind. Uh. Nah. Which really could have spent a lot more time on that. Also, interesting that that happened at Pajet. Yeah, I noticed that
1: yeah, too. That's, that's where does, all the sketchy shit happens. That's
0: why she didn't want Archer going down yeah, there. So like, I a, know this place. This
1: is one of our most sacred brain wipe institutions. <laughs> How dare you desecrate it with your... No,
0: it's a, it's an obscure practice, you see. No one mm. uses it anymore. Sure. Oh, no, obsolete is the word she used. Yeah. Obsolete practice.
1: Yeah, so she went and she got herself a lobotomy. Is yep, what happened. basically. Yeah.
0: It didn't look fun. No, no it looked awful.
1: And that, and it like the the the, it the didn't even
0: work. The, Damn it! The
1: <laughs> practitioner, the guy doing
3: it, looked oh like the God. fucking crypt keeper. <laughs>
1: Melty McFace over yeah, here. Yeah, like that.
0: Melting that was McFace.
3: that was clearly a two hundred year old Vulcan. That was a Vulcan who was his. He, he is has dead. Now. syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, again, I feel like it, uh, germs of a really good episode. Like, had this been in the hands of say the DS Nine writers, they would have mm. made something great.
0: Yeah, if it were like a Kardashian in- instead, because I feel like those that makes more sense for like you trying to leave your culture and stuff yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, if this if the, if it was the DS Nine writers, we would have had duet.
3: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like a weird mix of like duet and um... profit
2: and loss.
1: What's oh, and, uh, what's the, the one
3: Phantom of the Opera? That one? Or... No, God, no. Oh,
2: no. yeah, that weird. Uh... Mm-hmm.
3: No, the one where Kira wakes up as a cardi. Oh, second skin. Seven, there we, seven, we go. Second skin. skin yeah. Yeah. That's
2: such a good episode.
0: No, I'm thinking a little bit Profit and Loss, the one with Quark's Cardassian girlfriend. Mm. Not Profit and Lace. Uh, Natima.
3: Uh, why don't I remember Profit and
0: Loss? Oh, it's pretty good. I'm um, sure it is.
3: I just can't remember it for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's so she's like a... Insurrectionist of some kind. She has these two students. They spot her on Deep Space Nine.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's starting to come back.
1: But to me then now. other
0: Cardassians come and they try to take take her away. Right. right.
3: Oh, right. And then you have to
0: does she flee to the Gamma Quadrant? Yeah.
3: Making that they, up?
1: they 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 flee. And... Yeah. And
0: Quark's like, my love.
3: Yeah. He I'm lucky and love that fella.
0: They were they were very cute together. They were. Yeah. Okay. I remember
1: that one. But uh, yeah, there's lots of uh, there's lots of opportunities that these writers could be taking. Any to depth. make to make better episodes, and they just consistently choose not to do it.
0: So, yeah. You know, what would be cool if T'Pol was some kind of secret spy thing. All oh. right, well, sure. like, like, what if, with that? All right, if
1: you're good, but like, you could even do cool shit like that. Like, what if it was like, when she gets put in the situation, she just like totally she like reactivates like entirely and just becomes a fucking killing machine mm. and like can't be stopped. And it's like, we need fucking help. We need some way to like. Stop to Paul from like destroying the this whole place.
0: That seems very illogical. We get a
1: terrible. Well, right. I think that that that's eventually. the whole idea, right? Because she's she's losing her she's losing her shit a little bit.
2: That here. just seems way too Willow and Simon or whatever the fuck their names are in from the what? Firefly. What's her name? River. Oh, oh. What the River. fuck's her name? River. Yeah, River. River. I always say Willow. <laughs> yeah, I what think an Willow asshole. is
3: the witch from Buffy, isn't
2: he? I I don't
3: watch Buffy. I have no idea. Neither then. do I. But I think that's what it is.
0: Yes, there was a character named Willow. Willow's
1: also a Type of Warwick, true, Davis. Warwick, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis oh. character <laughs> from that
3: movie. By the way, earlier when you said uh, Kafka-esque holdup, I realized what you meant, but for a split second, I literally pictured a huge cockroach <laughs> with a gun being like, <laughs> give me all your money.
0: <laughs> oh well, that kind of a holdup. That'd be that'd be pretty good. What else do I have in my notes?
3: Boring. Yeah. I mean again, as far as like this show goes. It's better than a lot, but it I could have been. I checked out of this one pretty. Cool. So it, much was, better. it felt
2: good.
1: I just I was checked out the entire time during this episode because it just was not remotely interesting to me.
2: I thought it was interesting that Archer was doing like the opposite of his usual thing in this episode.
3: He's learning,
2: maybe. Like I feel like usually But he's learning the wrong thing. He's like you know Baby like steps. like you know in the first episode in Marauders. He's like, yeah, but we've got to help, right? After they've been like, just fucking get out or they're going to kill us. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to fix this. But then DePaul's like, but I'm having feelings and thoughts and I really want to make this right. And he was like, you were told to bring him in, not to judge him. It's like, it's like, Archer, what the fuck? Pot meat kettle. (laughs) I thought it was very odd and uncharacteristic yeah. of him
0: yeah it's in murados it's the same thing that archer already learned in oh god it was desert crossing i think where he comes about it being like oh, maybe i shouldn't you know try to help everyone we meet nope you're gonna do it anyway dick ass <laughs> <laughs> dick ass i oh, like there was one comment at the beginning uh, where you know like oh where are we gonna keep minos while we're waiting for your snow to do whatever thing it's doing and the guy says does this look like a prison I'm like it looks exactly like we're <laughs> <Rural Pen> thing <laughs> <Kinda. It's> kind <laughs> of kind of yeah.
3: Okay, <laughs> I want it. Again, if this was a less serious episode, when he's like, put them in that storage locker, I want to be like, no one's put me in a locker since high school and they're not doing it again.
1: All right. Is it, it's also interesting to me that they seem to have more or less entirely dropped the language barrier thing
0: lately oh yeah the translator just works now Yeah, oh, she's fixed the communicators and I they're fine so. that's
2: it's why just... she has to be a fucking uh a Action. master a master marksman now is because uh, <laughs> well, she's, uh ma- she's no longer necessary she's it a comes. master
1: marksman slash receptionist one did, job did, on she this did. ship <laughs> This is what she was in this
2: episode uh the vulcans are calling again sir they need an answer Yeah, yeah can you get me some coffee thanks sugar Boots. Yeah, and Trip was also a little
0: whiny bitch, being like, why don't I get to know the classified information? It's like, Trip, Jesus Christ, do you not know what classified information means? <laughs> no! no. <laughs> you know what isn't classified? Uh-oh. Our thoughts on Beverly Crusher, because they're up on our Tumblr, and we're going to talk about them right now!
1: Crushing Woo! it! Hey! <laughs> yeah!
0: yeah, so as we've been doing, more character spotlights this week. Bev from TNG.
2: Beverly, Blazing Bev Crusher.
0: Oh, yeah, those are all her best moments.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I,
2: um... Jake's been prepared for weeks.
3: That's yeah, right, that's I, right. I,
1: I, yeah, because I would prepared these for last week, because I, I I thought, yeah. Because
2: you forgot we were talking about a far superior doctor, I understand. That's true.
1: <laughs> I don't know, bev has are some good moments. Would yeah. you like to hear about them? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say, when she kind of... Figured shit out. It took her a while, but when she eventually figured shit out, when she was trapped in the pocket
2: universe in Remember Me, Remember mm-hmm. Me is very putting good. putting the pieces together. Oh, that's when she's the one, the only person like flying the ship. Yeah. yeah.
0: Either the universe
2: is wrong, or I'm
0: drunk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been but the thing if, if if Pulaski had been the doctor and they did that plot, she would have just assumed she was drunk.
3: Because <laughs> well, she, yeah, I mean, she was Lady Bones, and Bones was always drunk. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say deborgifying Picard.
0: Oh, I didn't think of that one. Because
1: like that was assumed to be impossible, and like they, can't, like they just let many other people who had been Borgified just get killed. Mm. But no, she she managed to to take his Borg Borginess away and fix him up.
2: Mostly okay because he still had some lingering effects.
3: No, he had to you know mud wrestle his brother to f- Fix those well, also, you, know, well you know,
2: for God's sake, she's a doctor, not a miracle
1: worker. Well, there's also the time that his, escalator. that he passed on his Borg nanoprobes to his son who had Borg brain syndrome.
0: Bev, what are you doing?
1: <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> she just
0: kept some of those around.
1: Anyway, uh, and then my last uh, great, great crusher thing is uh, how she solved the mystery, the murder, the Mordor in Suspicions.
0: Yeah, Um, she had a lot of good stuff in Suspicions. That was a a good, bad bad, episode. That was time to shine in a sun, literally.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go next because Jake already said two of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Suspicion. (laughs) And, uh, figuring out the broken-ass pocket universe. And also the high ground. As a good thing? Yeah.
0: Okay, when she banged a terrorist?
3: (laughs) No, but when she is like, you know, when there's the attack and The locals are like, you can't treat that man. He's a terrorist. And she's like, he's a patient. Fuck off. That's
0: a good moment. Yeah. Yeah. Putting her foot down like doctors do. Yeah. She's
3: like, he's a patient. I don't give a fuck who he is. I don't care about your civil war. As always, the Federation's being really wishy-washy with this prime directive thing. Oh, we're not going to interfere with the war, but we are going to trade with one side of it. That's called being involved in the war.
0: Yeah, but it's only one side of it. So we're not Jameson or anything. Yeah, he he violated the prime directive less. (laughs) (laughs) God, the Federation are such pricks. Next. Next. Uh, how about you, Caitlin?
2: <laughs> yes, I'm definitely ready. And not looking at a list of good Bev moments. Well, there was that whole season where she wasn't around. I liked that.
0: <laughs> that's mean. Uh,
2: that was great. Did you left
0: Wesley behind like a pro. Oh, well, I
2: didn't like... That's on my bad list, you know? <laughs> um, I was also thinking about Remember Me, though, because she's kind of the last woman standing... Yeah, I love that episode. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything else. I like, you know, here's the thing. I also don't agree with this one. This one's kind of, this is going to be on my bad list, in fact. Like, I just feel like she's like one of those characters in TNG who like isn't Data or Picard. Yeah, so she doesn't get stuff to do. She doesn't really get much to do. It's like, most of the time... She's there for Dr. Medical Babble. Yeah, that's usually it. Uh, and, sometimes she teaches
1: dance and acting.
2: Yeah, those are bad also. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I,
0: I don't really. Uh,
1: and she's a mom. That's a terrible mom.
2: A great mom. Wesley seems to like her. Well, Wesley's and a fuckwit. And also <laughs> Will Wheaton and she are like closer than Will Wheaton yeah. is with his real parents. All right, so I'll say that's that cute. I think it's great that. Uh, Crusher and Will Wheaton are good friends still. It's not. It's not technically a Crusher moment. It's Ames like, no, is like, I'm guys. gonna kill you while you sleep. <laughs> I bought you this nice poetry book, and you fucking don't no, even think is, about fucking Crusher. That
0: is nice to bring up because yes, I do. I do love whenever you, you see them interact, and he calls He calls her his space, space mom, mom, and it's very cute. Don't worry, I got
2: lots of spares for you. Thank you, Ames. Let's have a, let's have a couple. Um, Holy fuck, you weren't kidding.
0: Well, most of them. Are, most name, of them are jokes.
2: Name three.
0: Name three. Here's three. Flying into a damn sun in Descent to hide from mm. Borg or oh, something. Oh, yeah, that was a cool She's move. always flying into suns. She flies into yeah. suns an awful lot, and it's always amazing. I love when she shot the fuck, fuck out of the candle in Subrosa. <laughs> 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 it's like, you know what, Ronan? The dick's not that good. Pew, pew! <laughs> wow. Uh, and my last one that I'm going to give it to is another time when she just walks in and goes, pew, pew. And that's in Conspiracy, when oh god, Admiral What's his fucking nut, who's actually a worm in his neck, yeah. th- throws Geordi through a wall or some shit. Oh yeah. Decap no not decapitates. Incapacitates Riker briefly. Bev just shows up in the doorway, shoots him, he doesn't go down, flip it to flip it to kill, shoots him again. Just standing just like stoically like, Don't kill me. Bang, don't kill me, bang. I
3: forgot and about that.
0: I love that moment for her.
3: That's probably that's where you just kind of remember the Ridiculous, gory end, and the rest of it is kind
0: of a piece. Yeah, it's Bev getting to be a badass for yeah, a moment. I forgot I got about it. that. Let me give me rail off two super quick honorable mentions while we're here. Somehow reviving Troy at the end of Man of the People.
3: Mm. <coughs> science. science.
0: Yeah, science, science. Oh yes, all we need to do is kill Troy. Okay, and then we'll bring her back. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my last one, she survives the decompressed cargo bay in Disaster. Which is way better than how Archer uh, survived a decompressed cargo bay in I'm gonna say Cold Front. That sounds right. Yeah,
1: dangling. Uh, Yeah, when he jumped over the.
0: Yeah, when he jumps over a railing. It wasn't
1: Cold Front. Oh no, it was. It was Cold Front. Yeah, Yeah. Shockwave is the. Shockwave Yeah, I was mixing those up in my
3: head. I was thinking that's because that's what I did. So I was like, I I think I know what you did. Yeah, but no, you you are right. It was Cold Front. Sweet.
1: Good for bad. That was the one with the way to go, Bill pilgrims, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, but now OG's Bev.
1: Uh, OG?
0: Father! <laughs> Every time.
1: Every uh, goddamn time.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it goes without saying that na- Nana's fuck, <gasps> a- fuck alien candle You fuck, loved that fuck one. candle that alien. That one
0: didn't even make my initial list.
1: <laughs> I don't know. For me, I mean, it's mostly, it's not no necessarily a reflection of crusher as much as a reflection on the writers mm. but just like that whole episode is just so stupid <laughs> and really just like jerking off to your grandma's journal is really weird really
2: weird yeah it's really, not It's really, not really normal behavior that's
0: a really good journal.
1: <laughs> apparently it was great i'm gonna say and this one's a, you know this is a bit of a stretch i guess but she whatever happened in ethics even though she wasn't oh, directly yeah. responsible, it was that other uh, that other Hillary Clinton doctor mm. uh, that was the Russell, real
0: Doctor Russell.
1: Yeah, Doctor Russell, and but really like like, and I can't remember the exact circumstances of it. Like,
0: Morph had a crushed spine. Well, right, I know
1: what. Yeah, that like the circumstances of how the unethical surgery ended up taking place. Was it that Hillary Clinton just did it on her own? Without Bev's permission, or did Bev like consent and say you can do well, it? Well,
0: Worf is the one that needs to consent, and Worf but that... consented.
1: But Crusher knew it was a very. You should rewatch this one because yeah. yeah, that is fa-
0: that is kind of fascinating. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, 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 bad shit happened. I don't know if it's necessarily bad for Bev, but I include it on my list. Yeah, why not? And then uh, inadvertently turning the entire crew into monsters <laughs> in Genesis. <laughs> I mean. <What? laughs> Because she, oh, she, she, gives... tre- she treated
2: oh, Barkley
1: with a synthetic T-cell that mutated and got loose on the ship and turned everybody into monsters, except for Data.
0: Well, he wasn't on the ship.
1: Who, who, I know. Uh, uh, who is also already a monster.
0: Oh, no, he's beautiful.
3: Well, surely
1: it wouldn't have worked on him, right? It didn't. Well, he, it, it we know it It started
0: working on Picard. Yes. Yeah, yes.
1: so we know it affected Picard, but not Data.
3: Yeah. Because I know, like, in the first season or two, they played around with the idea that maybe there was some semi-organic aspect
0: to them, but that got dropped.
1: And it definitely affected Spot, because Spot yeah. turned into a monstrous <laughs> iguana.
0: But not her kittens. The kittens were fine. Because it can't pass the placenta. Like, in the quickening.
1: Mm. Oh, so, yeah. And I guess I oh, guess yeah. technically, um, Nurse Ogawa's fetus wasn't affected, I guess, right? Wasn't that right? Yeah.
0: Because, yeah, that's how they doubly figured it out or some shit. hmm Neat.
1: Mm. Well, I think they use the fetal amniotic
3: fluid something. or something. Gross. Yeah. Well, so I don't right. know. Yeah, this sounds gross. My turn. Not, not the whole of Sub Rosa, but something that actually was inspired by Caitlin uh, a few weeks ago. Really, yeah. Uh, look, you want to enjoy your time with your grandma's porn. Fine. Don't go telling Deanna about it. She doesn't want to know.
1: I mean, Deanna is technically a therapist so she probably should know
0: yeah but as I if, if
3: I may quote uh, what Caitlin said this episode's already gone live by this point uh, oh, this is
0: what made you crack up for like a half an hour I just I, listened to this episode yes
3: yeah where she was just like uh, maybe we should discuss this in therapy no you're just gonna make me
2: listen for free okay <laughs>
3: <laughs> your delivery of it just yeah it fucking I literally had me so lightheaded I was a little out of it for the rest of the episode oh,
2: boy I'm funny <laughs> well
3: what else did I have? Doubling up with Picard on the Shut Up Wesley. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because as we pointed out, he was right.
0: Yep, yep.
3: So they both fucked up on that one. Um, it's also just rude to say that. And you
2: shouldn't speak to your child that way. Not, 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 not
3: when he's at work, too. That's really awkward. And since I gave Troy the the stretching scene, I will give Bev the firm boobs scene. Oh,
0: you gave it to Troy, too. They well, both
1: had it. Well, I think I gave it to Troy. I gave Troy firm boobs.
0: Gross, Jake. <laughs> all right, more firm boobs. That
1: fucking scene. You just just reuse the same screenshot. I've already got it. It's so <laughs> all. It's
0: already on the internet. How about you, Caitlin? I know that, I knew you had one ready to go, and I agree. I agree
2: with that one. What was the one that? What was that?
0: This one right here.
2: Yes. How did you know? Because I saw you look at it on Oh, your phone. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I. She fucking has sex with Riker's body when her boyfriend's in it. That's fucking weird. It's yeah. gross and there's no why consent. Is, <laughs> why is oh, all that's of her... the, the
1: trill episode?
2: Yeah. 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 All of her sex is the different creepy. trill. Creepy. And my other thing that I don't like about that episode is, well, I don't know. I, I understand why. She is like, oh no, my trill boyfriend is now a trill girlfriend and why that might not work for her. But I didn't feel like it spoke very well of her character. And also, don't read your grandmother's gross porn (laughs) diary and fucking fuck a ghost who's had his dick in your grandma. That ghost dick is still wet from Nana. Wow. And you're fucking like, get in here, buddy. It's not a ghost. It's an alien. That's true. He is an alien. People
3: always say ghost, but it is an alien.
2: Well... What, so, whatever he is, he was fucking her grandma. You don't fuck a guy who fucks your ma.
3: So from one grandma, she learns about, like, herbal medicine. And from the <laughs> other, she learns how to fuck candle aliens. I'm
2: pretty sure
0: it's the same grandma. <laughs> is it? I thought so. Oh! Well, it's it's a, you'd have that, to be on
2: some fucking herb to fuck a candle alien.
0: because yeah, it's the grandma who raised her when her when her parents died.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So it's, all
1: right. Well, so that, I'm okay. pretty
0: sure that's the same grandma. The grandma
3: same. Howard.
0: Uh, I have three gross moments from Bev. Ready to go. On the naked now, she gets all horny for Picard. And I'm like, God damn it, writers, can't the women have any other fucking uh, attributes when they're drunk?
2: Nope. Nope.
0: No. Only horny. All three women get horny and naked now, and it's stupid. What else do
2: we know about women? I mean, do women have <laughs> other interests?
3: On the one hand, it's stupid. Like, totally. But it does give us the greatest unresolved romance in all of Star Trek.
0: What? No, that's pulaski Wharf. Oh, yeah. That
3: other one. But D- Data and <laughs> Yar.
0: Oh, that one! Okay, yeah, that's pretty good.
3: I mean,
1: but that's not really... A, I mean, that's a real unrequited romance. Yeah,
3: it would have been interesting to see, like, if she had stuck around, if they would have tried to do anything with that again. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah.
0: But anyway, uh, more bad things. Another gross bad thing she does. In Chain of Command, when they're trying to get information about something, she demeans herself by giving a Ferengi umox. And I find mm. that gross. God,
3: I forgot about that.
0: Wait, it, wait what happened? What she, about Umox? She gives an, a, a Ferengi Umox, because she like, I want information, and is she that, starts touching his ears. Is but, that from
3: part one? Yeah, that's from part one. I've said it before, part two of Chain of Command is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Part one is mostly mm-hmm. bad.
0: Part one is strange, but like... She does some good, like Bev does some good I mean, stuff. She does, yeah, like, she does
1: like the commando shit. Yeah, she
0: gets to go yeah. ramble around, and that's kind of fun. But then she goes and demeans herself in this disgusting, and I'm a, I'm opposed. Yeah, but just in um, general, that
3: whole first, it's like, it's such a contrived setup to get to the good part in part two.
0: Yeah. One last thing I have to shit on, and that's uh, the Vengeance Factor when Bev is like, "Hey computer, would this woman look like Utah if you could see her face?" And the <laughs> computer's like, "Sure, why not." <laughs> <laughs>
3: like inside <laughs> she's like what I, I i mean i can't say i can't prove no so i guess here you, here you go another <laughs> chat gpt moment yeah
0: <laughs> I can't have fingers either
3: that's really that's what the bioneural gel packs and voyager's computer it be great at that kind of shit mm. because that's the whole point it's supposed to be able to make leaps of logic and stuff mm. yeah
0: so thank you bev mm mm-hmm. mhm Always a pleasure. Did she? I know we talked about Troy
2: already, but did she? Did did Bev ever truly get like a great showing episode like Troy had in Face of the Enemy or whatever? I'd
0: give Remember Me's pretty good. That's that's kind
3: of one of the few real showcases they give her.
2: Um, And
0: Suspicions, even though I think the the, the frame story of Suspicions is kind of garbage, but Bev in it is quite solid.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So she's got two ish.
2: Two ish. We'll say one and a
3: half. One and
2: three quarter.
0: Yeah, one and three quarters.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I, I accept your. I accept But your yes, advice. they
3: were both underserved by the writers quite badly.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bev spends most of the time being Wesley's mom. Speaking of which, next week. Oh, no. Get fucking ready because we're going to cover Wesley Crusher. Mm. In candy.
3: Oh. <laughs> I was going to say in ugly sweaters. We had to go with three good things, though. Good luck. <laughs> well, look forward to that. And also look forward to more Enterprise in the form of. The Communicator,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and Singularity. Ooh. Until then, continue to follow us on your favorite podcasting application. Think about rating us on your favorite podcasting application if you can. Uh, we are on the Facebook and the SoundCloud and the Tumblr, where this will have been tumbled already.
0: Tumble, tumble. Uh,
3: <laughs> the Hamburglar? <laughs> the, 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 tum, Rumble, the, the Tumburglar. Tumble, tumble. Oh god, they've redesigned the hamburglar, and he is horrifying looking.
2: Oh boy. I yeah. Like, this in a is,
3: whole new way.
2: Can't we have the sexy hamburglar back?
3: Seriously, he did I not last. He was joke. great. We all loved him. Anyway. This has been Chris.
2: This has been Ames. This has been Caitlin.
1: This has been Jay. Did, did you just find easy? <laughs> nice.
2: Wasn't top at that time. <laughs> <laughs>